Victor Matfield. Victor, it's absolutely great to have you on the show. Your experience and your insights, I think, over the next little bit will be tremendous when it comes to uh, talking about the box and the British and Irish Lions. That game was there. First of all, welcome to the show. How are you, Victor? Thank you very much, man. Nice to join you guys. Let me just give a sense of who we're talking to. 127 tests, a World Cup winner in 2007, as well as the winner on the winning side with the Springboks back in 2009 when the Springboks took on the British and Irish Lions in that test series there. So, no one better than you, Victor. But tell me, was there ever a time that you believed that in this final game the box may not win it? I mean, I was one of those. When the score was looking at 10-3 and British and Irish Lions were up, I was like, well, maybe it's not going to go our way. No, not really. But I was very nervous. Um, I was. You, like, how do you get nervous? I mean, you're not even playing. You're sitting on your couch at home. Is it worse there? We were at the game. We were at the game. So we were working for Super Sports. Yeah. We were right there uh, in the stands. Only few in the stands. So... Um, yeah, I think it's actually worse when you're not playing. When you're playing, you can do something about it and you can make plans and you can get involved. When you're sitting next uh, to the field, you can't do anything. And you, we wanted them to win so badly. And um, yeah, but luckily they came through. Plans was in place. Um, again, the bench made a big impact at mm. the front row, coming on, winning those two penalties. Mornay coming on, kicking two penalties again. So, yeah, no, it was fantastic. I mean, Mornay Stein, your teammate back in 2009, what ran through his veins? I mean, is it ice to take those penalties and slot them down the middle? They never look like missing. Yeah, I think uh, he's such a hard worker, um, actually speaking. back, He did it back in uh, 2009. Mornay Stein kicked that penalty as the box won 28-25. This time does it in a critical match as the box go on to win 1916, those last two penalties were just too good to be true. But there was so much more in this game that were, that was brilliant. Cheslin Colby, I was speaking to our journalists just before this. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen a sidestep like that one that really just had me saying, yo, is he going to be okay? Is Liam Williams going to be okay after that? Yeah, the thing is, a lot of people always after a game will go back and say, yeah, but the referee decision, yeah, referee decision, the... Um, uh, and not even Colby. First, Lucania Alm getting that pass away. Mm. Valil Leroux. Everyone talking about Valil Leroux. I mean, um, Liam had a chance uh, for the Lions. We had um, put the guy away on the outside. He did it. He showed and got, got tackled. I mean, a lot of time people miss those things. I mean, then Valil, on the right time, gave the pass to um, Cheslin. And I mean, he still had a lot of work to do. Mm. And that's what I said. It's actually funny. My um, middle daughter loves him. Uh, it's his favorite player. And I said to her, I think he's going to do something special to win us this game today. And he came out, I mean, those feet of him. You don't know which side uh, he will go. And uh, and then also the strength to push the hooker away. So mm. um, just a fantastic uh, try. And I mean, he waited three games to get that opportunity. But when the opportunity came, he took it with both hands. I want to have a little bit of a game with you, uh, Victor, where we, I shoot a couple of questions to you, high speed, call it a penalty shootout like in football, and then you give me your perspective, your views, your experience in rugby to those answers. Can I start with um, your player of the series in the back line? Who would that be? Oh, it's difficult, but I'll go with David Dale in there. What I did he do? He was just outstanding. Um, 
the whole tournament, his work rate, uh, the momentum he gave the team, he was unbelievable. Play of the series in the forwards, where you have all the experience. Um, it's difficult. Somehow I'm going to go with Sia Kulisi. I think in that first test match, he was under so much pressure. And the way he came back um, to lead the team from the front, I think he deserves it. I mean, we saw, you know, Franco Morstad, you know, you're not going that way. He was bloodied and bruised. Uh, even Itzabeth, you know, so many people talking about him as well, uh, Victor. His work at the line-out, all series long, the tackling. Really, Sia? Yeah, like I said, I mean, Mostert were unbelievable. Moved to the flank, just brought it. Um, every time he got opportunity. I mean, the front row uh, coming on in that second test, um, pulling that through for us. So there's so many guys, but I just feel, and I've been quite a bit critical on here the whole year, the way he was playing. But mm. I mean, after that first test, with all that pressure, where he came back, that tackle he made, in that second test match to stop that try. I mean, if that was a try, we we could have been in big trouble. We could have lost. And, um, so that was a, a serious stranger, that tackle. Can we give a special mention as well to Trevor Nyakani? I said it now. The guys coming off. I said earlier as well, those two scrum penalties that we got um, in, this, uh, in that third test match. So... Trevor also starting on tight head in that first game, then moving over to the loose head side. Um, scrumming ability, and also not just that, I mean stealing, making mm. turnovers at the breakdown. Uh, Trevor is a quality, quality player and a quality person as well. He's a very nice guy. What was the key, next penalty, to victory in this series? What was the game changer, the difference between the box and the British and Irish Lions, uh, Victor Matfield? I think just believing in what we're doing. Um, they've been with Rossi and Jock for the last two and a half years, uh, or two years, and they had the break and they were back in there. They believe in what they're going out to do and just sticking to what they believe in. Um, I think that was probably what pulled it through for us. There is some criticism about that belief, that way of playing, that style that uh, the Springboks are playing. It doesn't excite everybody. As much as we like the fact that we win... There are those who feel like maybe it's just just not quite rugby. We don't care about those guys. <laughs> I mean, rugby is there to win. I mean, if you look at the All Blacks four years ago with a fantastic team with a guy like Kieran Reid, all those big names in there. I mean, they were world uh, champions back then when they played. They played this attacking style and they scored one more point than we did in three test matches. So it's not how you played. If you're winning games and if you're scoring tries and if you're scoring points. So um, we've always said, I mean, when we were at our worst is when we tried to play like New Zealand. We in South Africa, we don't play like that. I mean, we play to our strengths. We believe in what we do. And um, that's a, people hate playing against us when we like that. Mm. So I love the way we play. I think, I mean, if it goes to those scrums, those rolling malls, I mean, when you get the opportunity uh, on a turnover to put Goldie away, uh, Mampimpi in a World Cup final. Uh, that's just unbelievable. You know, there was obviously a lot of attention on what was happening on the field and the the intensity of the uh, three tests and, you know, some of the slowness of the officiating. And so many things came up throughout the uh, weeks that we were watching this test series. But Rassi Erasmus was never far from the headlines. What are you thinking there? 
Yeah, I think when it comes to big series like this, I, I mean, it's only once in 12 years. There's almost so much more pressure just on everyone, on the media, on the players, on the coaches, on the referees. Um, I mean, after that first test, or even before the first test match, there were pressure on the referees. Then they made maybe one or two mistakes. Then there were more pressure on them. Then they didn't want to get it wrong again in the second and the third. And I'm also, I don't like it for them to take so long with decisions, but I mean, the pressure that's on there, uh, it's only once in 12 years. If they get something wrong and people uh, want to criticize for them, they only have opportunity in 12 years' time to mm. set that right again. Why are they so unhappy with Rassi on the touchline? Yeah, it's a difficult thing. I mean, they say, uh, the rules say head coaches are not allowed next to the field. Um, yes, he's a director of rugby. I mean, the director of rugby is above the coach. So, yeah, it's a technical issue. And um, it's understandable. But I wonder, I don't think, I probably, from next weekend, we probably won't see him there anymore. <laughs> Have you had a, quick, a brief conversation? What makes you think that's likely to be the case? No, I think it was just, I mean, like I said, the British Challenge lines are so big. Uh, we wanted to do everything we can to win the games. So I think we might see Moose Jock up in the box and there will be someone else running the touch. Looking ahead, there's still more rugby to be played. The guys are staying in camp. They're continuing. Big rugby coming up over the weekend. How do you see the box picking up from this and continuing into the next series? Yeah, this this Saturday is probably going to be the toughest. I mean, it was such a tough series. Uh, just the relief after the game. Everyone just want to relax a bit. Um, they probably had quite a few beers and brandies and wines. And even in the past, when you come from a victory like that, it's very difficult to pick yourself up. So I think we'll probably see us... Um, have a few changes this weekend to give guys the opportunity that hasn't played a guy like Franz Stein, uh, Jesse Creel, those guys to have a go this weekend. Mm. And um, yeah, then again, I, I think the All Blacks is still our biggest test. Um, it's going to be tougher than the British Lions Lions. The way they play, they're going to come out and try and play us with, with uh, attacking kicks. Uh, just something different, something we haven't seen from a, a British Lions line. Victor, thank you for the conversation. One last thing, though. At the top of our uh, uh, interview, you mentioned how you know you kind of wish you were out there because you can impact the game if you're actually on the field. You being in the analyst's booth is is sometimes a little bit difficult. So when are you picking up a whistle, getting out there and coaching? Is that not part of the plan? Then you can impact the game. Um, might. Uh, I never say never. So uh, let's wait and see if the right opportunity comes along. We might do that. Victor Matfield, 129 tests for this country, your service, um, your brilliance, your dedication, your commitment, and that winning mentality will not be forgotten. And thank you for us engaging with us today on the Ultimate Sports Show. Thank you very much, guys. Have a good night. Uh, cheers.